Hey brides, I am so excited you're here. We have a fun episode ahead of us today. We are going to start with a fun game which involves how to respond to the never-ending commentary you are subject to as a bride, as well as vendor tipping, saving for your wedding, and discussing all things boudoir with our special guest, Shari, from Maven Jade Bridal and Boudoir. That's all coming up next on Episode 3 of the Brides of Long Island Podcast. Hey girls, welcome back and thanks for tuning in today. My name is Heather Cunningham and I am the owner and founder of the Brides of Long Island. I'd like to introduce my co-host Suzanne. What's up everyone? And Danielle. Hello, hello. And a little later, I will introduce the one and only Shari from Maven Jade Bridal and Boudoir. We have had such an incredible last couple of days as amazing news finally broke regarding our venue capacity mandates. We're going from 50 guests to potentially 150 guests, which is such a huge step in the right direction for our brides and our industry as a whole. I was literally jumping up and down in my living room like a crazy person when I watched this press release. So huge congratulations to all of our brides and grooms on Long Island. All right, let's do it. This segment is brought to you by Maven Jade Bridal and Boudoir. Maven Jade is a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island and for sure a fan favorite throughout the Brides of Long Island community. Shari, the owner, has this amazing ability to help you leave your nerves and worries all at the door. If you've ever been curious about how boudoir works or what it is or what to expect, be sure to listen to segment three, where we will dive deep into everything you could ever want to know about it. Shari believes in showing the best version of yourself because after all, that's who your fiance fell in love with. Visit them on Instagram at mavenjadebridal or on their website, mavenjadeboudoir.com. Mention the podcast to receive 10% off any package for new clients only. All right, it's game time. <laughs> I have been so <laughs> excited for this all week. This is going to be great. You haven't stopped talking about it. I know. Okay, what we're going to do today is go over some not so nice or straight up rude things you can expect to hear throughout wedding planning. I am sure so many of you have already heard one or two of these awkward comments. Um, so we're going to go over kind of what you want to say versus what you actually should say <laughs> to stay kind <laughs> and cordial. I have a stack of cards here, each with a real comment that has been made to either one of us or one of our brides um so i'm going to start by reading it to danielle and danielle i want your first reaction to come out just let it out i have to go back into <laughs> i'm a bride mode yeah, put your you're a bride I'm right a bride now. planning you're, my wedding danielle's yep. gonna let it rip <laughs> get ready everybody i hold nothing back <laughs> after your response we're gonna discuss other options on how to handle it like All the right. polite way yes i'm so ready <laughs> all right you oh ready God, i'm scared they're not that bad. They're not that bad. Um, so let's start by saying, tell me your your dress. Are you wearing a veil over your face when you walk down the aisle? Am I a beekeeper? No, I'm not wearing a veil over my face. Well, you really should wear a veil over your face. It's tradition. Okay, well, it's also 2021, so traditions are, you know, you should follow some of them, but no, I'm not. Thanks for asking. It? I can't believe you just called me a beekeeper. I didn't call you a beekeeper. Okay. So this goes back to what you want to say. Yeah. So let's go to Suzanne. How should Danielle respond to that type of question, in your opinion? She doesn't want to wear it. It's not her style. But someone's telling her that she should because it's tradition. 
I would just say, oh, I know that's, you know, what people usually do, but this is what I envision for myself on my wedding day. And I know people see themselves in different looks. So this is how I see myself. Hmm. Spoken from a true beekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not calling you a beekeeper. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. For me, like, I just always, ah, your hair's done, your makeup's done, your eyelashes. I just can't. No. <laughs> okay. Um, now, Danielle's right, up. It's my turn to Danielle ask Suzanne. Is okay. going to ask Suzanne. Okay. I was thinking about proposing to my girlfriend that night. What do you think? I will kill you and then put you in the garbage outside. <laughs> I think I just got a cramp in my back. Seriously, you ever see that meme and it's just like, if you think, what is it? Like, if you're going to propose on my wedding day, I'm going to give birth on like your... My water's going to break on your dance floor. <laughs> yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? Um, um, so I think, obviously, some people are cool with this. I would say most brides do not want you to propose at someone else's wedding. Um, my response would be, um, you know, I'm so happy for you. That's such great news, but I would really prefer you not do that on my day. Well, I know. And I probably, you know, I would, if it was like texted to me, like I would obviously said something nicer, but like, if like (laughs) it's in your face though, I mean, yeah, because I would have thought about it and been like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to say acted on the spot. Right. But like, if, like if someone said this to me in person, I'd be like, oh, I will kill you. Yeah. (laughs) No, no. Okay. My turn. My turn. Okay. I got your invite. Me and Bob are coming. Do I need to mail my RSVP or is this text good? Oh, God. Oh, I'm so glad I spent so much money on these RSVP cards, stuffing them, stamping them, and making it virtually. So simple for you to send me back my RSVP, just for you to send me a text message. Yeah, send me send me back the RSVP. Okay, so the text bitch. is not good. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I would just say, if I wanted an online RSVP list, I would have had one. Okay, but you can't say that. So, like, I would have said having the physical card helps me catalog my yeses and nos. So, please send it back. Do you Which think I'm walking around? Truth. Do you think I'm walking around with my wedding guest list at all times? I understand. I got. Wow, you're I, really going with this. Yeah. Game. <laughs> I got. You're not I, even giving us an inch. I got asked this question so many times. Like, but I also had people text me. I literally made it so easy. It's stamped. Write it your is. name on the line and send it back. And it's addressed. But people also don't know how to even fill out the RSVP. So that's a whole other. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole other story. Okay. All right. Don't forget their name. So yes, I do need you to send in the RSVP. Okay. <laughs> well, this one's for me. Oh, I'm out of order here. Oh, Here no. we go. Get it together. <laughs> this one's funny. Oh, gosh. It's short. <laughs> you ready? I don't know. Here we go. Your dress is um, interesting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we need a slap sound effect. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> there's no words for that one. There's just actions for that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. You're angry. I'm angry. Yeah. (laughs) I'm speechless, which I'm never usually. (laughs) If you guys could only see my face. (laughs) We need um, a sound effect for slapping right here. So, yeah, no response. um, But I I, I would say thank you. Yeah, I I really. I think that's the polite way. I really don't know what I would say back to that. That's a tough one. That 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 one came up in the group that some a guest said that to a bride. Um, so how, no, we do need to help our listeners. How do you respond to that? Your dress is interesting. I would say thank you. Just thank you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate you. it. There like, we go. Sarcastically. That's easy enough. 
All right. Danielle, All right. ask All right. Suzanne. Suzanne. Ready. I noticed I don't have a plus one, but can I bring this new guy I just met? I think he's the one. No. <laughs> I would honestly just say no, and then I would just say no again if they were like, what do you mean? And I would say no. And then I would say, you know, if you did have about $700, we can definitely make it work. But no. <laughs> you can always just be like i'm so sorry we're at our max with our that's what i did i had said we did that too we had a lot of people ask um that was actually a direct line from my text messages i don't know if you remember who asked me that but and then they broke they like she didn't have or she had never even like met the guy it was like a facebook guy that she wanted to meet and then it never went anywhere and she wanted to meet him at your wedding basically blind Um, date at your wedding (laughs) so i think yeah the best way to handle that would just be you could you could i don't want to promote lying but you could always say you know the room is at capacity if we have a lot of no rsvps absolutely um i wouldn't even i mean promise that i feel like no because you asked (laughs) that was a hard no (laughs) that's your initial response (laughs) i wasn't actually lying because if we all remember from episode one i invited like 400 people to my wedding so (laughs) i wasn't actually lying it was the truth that like i couldn't fit any more people but that would be my response oh my god okay okay ready h dog here we go What did you just call me? <laughs> That's my name for you. H Dog. All right. Can you play mine and my boyfriend's song? I'd love to slow dance to it. That's great. You can do that at your wedding if he ever proposes to you. <laughs> oh <my> Ooh. God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I would respond after thinking about it. I would say, oh, what is it? I'll put it on the DJ list and then never do it. Or on the do not playlist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. It's true. This game is fun. I do like this game. A lot of these girls in these made up scenarios are ballsy. These are real scenarios well, that I've collected. If you're listening out there, you guys have some balls. <laughs> Right. Am I asking Susanna? Yeah. Wait. Yep. You're up. I just answered. I told her. And she, now don't yeah, you, now you, you, have, now you uh, need to ask me. Don't read it. Did you read it? I read it already. All Do right. a different one. I right, give it to me. Oh, then wait. Hold on. Just Sorry, swap, guys. Just swap it out. Okay. Yeah. You take that one. <laughs> Technical difficulty over here. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> oh no. I did. <laughs> Why are you so stressed out? It's just a wedding. Oh, you know, it's just like the most important day of my life. And I've been planning it since I was a kid. And, you know, I want everything to be perfect. But, you know, you'll find out one day when you get engaged. If you get engaged. If- I was going to say that was a. I would not even think that was a rude answer. That's exactly how I would answer. I mean, I guess it's the way you say it. I mean, I guess. I'm trying to keep my blood pressure down today, guys. <laughs> I don't know if this is the game for the, the interesting dress comment, it went through the roof. All right. Suzanne, I love wearing the same color as bridesmaids. What color did you choose for them? I chose wine stain red. So if you could find a dress that's covered in, you know, red stains, because I will spill wine on you if you come dressed like my bridal party. Could you imagine? Like somebody literally said to a guest, I want to match your bridesmaids. What color are they wearing? I would def- How desperate are you to be I a mean, bridesmaid from this I know. person's wedding? I would probably lie. I think I oh, would I've, lie. I've lied. I had actually somebody in the past, um, it was not her coming as a guest, but like 
she was planning her wedding also and she would ask me what her bridesmaids what my bridesmaids oh, colors were lie. and i lied 100 percent through my teeth i'd be like neon orange. I knew she was gonna copy yeah i think i said puke green <laughs> i don't think there's anything wrong because then when she shows up and they are in fact not wearing neon orange or whatever color you tell her you could just say i changed my mind yeah i changed my color there you go Jeez. <laughs> that's also ballsy all right heather I thought it was H dog. No, you don't like it, so I'm taking it back. All right. I didn't have an unplugged ceremony. You shouldn't either. It's rude. I'm still going to take photos anyway. All right, Peggy Sue. Well, back when you got married, cell phones didn't exist. So this wasn't a problem that you had to experience. I think Okay, so when we when I was at my friend Simone and Chris's wedding, there was somebody in the literal aisle. And I was sitting on the aisle because I know how to take a discreet photo because Simone had asked for one. Right? Yeah, you actually took my discreet photos and at my wedding. I'm like pretty good at it. But this person was in the aisle and I looked at my husband. I said, I'm going out there. And he goes, don't you dare. I was ready to tackle this human. Like there was a sign. Like how rude are you? Yeah. People don't follow the signs. So the problem with the, and I we hear it all the time, and when I had the store, I would hear, you know, it was usually the moms or the grandmas or the aunts saying, you know, we didn't have this problem. Like, you know, what's the difference? The difference is that cell phones are everywhere now. And when you walk down the aisle, I didn't want to see a phone in my face. From I wanted to see faces, And not how phones. about the thousands of dollars you spent on your photographer? Right. Yeah, all like they the capture get the picture. is bright screens. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think the best way to respond to this would just be, you know, um, you know, it's just something. This is this is our request. And we just want you to, you know, respect our wishes. And you can take plenty of photos at the reception. And I'll be happy to share our photographer's photos with you as soon as I get them. Absolutely. That's very I nice think that's fair. You. Right. It's a hot, it's a hot topic. <laughs> I, I would go crazy. <laughs> All right. Last question. And this one is interesting. I kind of saw this one come up recently. And it wasn't until I really read it. That it like kind of sunk in. Mm. Danielle, I've already been to nine weddings this year. Yours is the last one. Thank God. Rude. (laughs) Save the best for last. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. That's not what you want to (laughs) say. I would say that though. Like that's how I'd be like, yeah, you're saving the best one for last. That's cute. Yeah. I like that. I can't stand when people say this. I don't know. I guess I would be like, okay, then don't come. Like, right. Like, it's not our goal as a bride is to make our day as enjoyable for you, the guests. Right. Like, we are hosting a party for you. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't think people realize that. I don't think so either. Um, I really like this game. Um, Yeah, this was fun. I think we'll add this one to the roster. This was a fun one. (laughs) So we this one, we need your help, listeners. Yeah. Send us in your rude or ridiculous or awkward questions and comments that have been made to you throughout your wedding planning. Um, It was that was definitely worth the wait. But uh, (laughs) I (laughs) hope talking about it all week. I have. Uh, But I hope and pray for all of you that you don't get too many of them. They can be tricky to navigate. But I know with our advice, it will make it a little easier. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will go over everything you need to know about tipping your vendors. Hey girls, Heather here. Let's talk about one of my favorite venues located right here on Long Island, the Crescent Beach Club. Honestly, every time I've been here, I feel like I'm at a destination wedding on a tropical private island. It is stunning. The Crescent Beach Club is Long Island's only premier beachfront destination venue. There's literally nothing else like it. 
they have an entire white sand beach, actual palm trees, and the most beautiful sunset view you could ever imagine. You get all of the luxuries of a destination wedding without ever having to step foot on a plane. One thing I love about the Crescent Beach Club, other than the beach, the food, the service, and the beautiful ballroom, is that they only host one wedding at a time, which means the bride and groom are treated like royalty and their guests like family. You can't beat that. Crescent Beach Club has been a leading wedding and private event establishment for over 20 years, meaning they are experienced, knowledgeable, and know how to put on the wedding of your dreams. If you're looking for beautiful beach wedding vibes and want to stay close to home, Book your wedding at the Crescent Beach Club, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. Check them out on Instagram at Crescent Beach Club or on their website, thecrescentbeachclub.com. Hey, it's Danielle. Being in the wedding industry has had so many perks and one for sure is always having a photo shoot or an event to get glammed up for. This morning, for example, myself and the girls had a photo shoot before our recording and we obviously needed these faces fixed. Alex DeNaro and his team showed up at 7am and worked their magic and turned this hot mess into a beautiful, confident woman. I love that him and his team travel to location and can do any sort of style or vibe that we need. They offer a wide variety of services from hair extensions, highlights, haircuts, blowouts, root touch-ups, glazes, and most famously for their blonding services. Alex DeNaro Salon is a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast to receive 15% off any service for new clients. Check them out on Instagram at alexjdbeauty or on bridesoflongisland.com. And we're back. This segment is brought to you by Maven Jade Bridal and Boudoir. Maven Jade is a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. If you're looking for the perfect groom's gift or bride gift, there is literally nothing your fiance would love more than a gorgeous boudoir book from their future misses. Shari, the owner of Maven Jade, has an eye for beauty, and she finds your beauty, not beauty through edits. That's one of my favorite things about Maven Jade. Not only does she make you feel like a rock star, but she keeps you looking like you. She will transform you to the best version of yourself, and I promise you, once you see your photos, you'll be so glad you did it. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast to receive 10% off any package for new clients. Visit them on bridesofli.com, on Instagram at mavenjadebridal, or on their website, mavenjadeboudoir.com. Okay, let's talk about tipping. I know trying to keep track of everything that you have to save for and pay for for your wedding is a full-time job. We totally get that. And just when you think you've spent enough money, you realize you have a ton of people that need to be tipped. You will get all sorts of different opinions on this topic, who to tip, how much to tip, and we just wanna help kind of clear the air a little bit. Also remember that these are just suggestions, and at the end of the day, you should tip the vendors what you feel they deserve. One thing I would like to start with, which is a very common question we are asked, um, do you tip if the vendor is the owner of the company? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. I like to break this down for people because a lot of times we'll see, oh, they own the company. They just put all the money in their pocket or, you know, it's tradition. It's it's customary. Um, as a business owner, I can tell you that no one has more expenses than the owner. Right. Um, so my, my short answer is yes. Tip the owner. Yeah. The yeah. owner is not putting all that money in their pocket. Right. So, for example, a hair and makeup artist, right? Okay. The owner is doing my hair and makeup. Should I tip her? 
she puts it right in her pocket. No, she had to pay for all of the makeup and her website domain and her rent and her insurance and, and her er- everything. It adds up so much. Um, if- and all of that's going into the business. Like she's like not taking your $500 as a cut to herself. Right, 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 right. Um, and, you know, it's it's let it let the owner decline it if they want to if the owner is old school and does not want to accept the tip they'll say no thank you not necessary but i personally think the offer should be made um i know from experience how much running a business and owning and operating a business costs there are so many expenses that you could never even think of um so suggest it you know offer it let them say no um so let's talk about pre-wedding day tips first. Mm-hmm. Um, a big question that we get asked often is, do we tip for the trial? Um, I want you to look at trials as a, you're, you're getting a service at a discount. So they're already giving you a deal to have this done. So I, we you know suggest right. tipping 20% of the trial price. So for example, if they charge you $100 for your trial, give them a $20 tip. Right. I think a lot of girls don't realize that they are getting a full head of hair or a full face of makeup for a discounted price, but they're like, oh, but I'm just testing them out. And it's like, it's still their okay, time, but still it's still yeah. their makeup, their time, right. they're doing everything. exactly for you what they're going to do on the wedding day. So it's, right. you know, and if you're choosing to test the waters out with 50 different makeup artists, that's on you, then ante yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so um, let's talk about the different photographer tips. Um, engagement shoots. So a lot of times your engagement shoot is included in your wedding package. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you're not technically paying that day for your engagement shoot. Do you tip? Yes. Yes, it's still their time. They are still editing, which I know from personal experience that editing takes more time than them shooting your shoot. Mm-hmm. Right. They're still taking all those photos. They're not taking them, uploading them, and sending it to you. If they're going home, they're doing work on them. So right. So for us, um, we we generally say to stay like fifty to seventy five dollars. And again, this is on this is you know see how it goes the day of your shoot. For us, our engagement photographer was rolling around in the dirt trying to get yeah. right. all of these pictures of us. <laughs> and, and I would say also for like if you do a boudoir shoot or anything extra before that wedding day. Also, I think that would be the same amount as an engagement shoot. I, I agree. Do as I well. agree. And if you do a boudoir shoot, do it with Shari from Maven Jade. Because she's the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, one that I think kind of gets forgotten a lot is your seamstress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, I know. God bless my seamstress. <laughs> <laughs> she deserved all $100. Yes. So <laughs> I wrote a really nice card thanking her for turning my dream dress into a reality. Lots of alterations, lots of changes. And I mean, it's tough. I remember looking down at her at one point and she is on the floor rolling around yeah. with the scissors and the pins. And, you know, she, not that she was super old, but she wasn't, you know, a young mm-hmm. girl that should be doing that. Right. And we spoke about in our last episode how much work we all had done to our dresses. Yeah. Right. We had I the mean, horse hair. you might not have a lot of work to be done. So you might, you know, err on the $50 side, right. like as a thank you. But if you're getting a lot of work done, you might push it all the way to 100 as a Oh my gosh, you saved my dress. Right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think 50 to 100, depending on how much you think um, they deserve. You know, they yeah. always keep that in mind. You're not obligated to tip. 
I know some people feel very strongly about not tipping, that they paid, it's done, you know, that yeah. that was their job. I am a big tipper. I love tipping. It makes me feel good. I think people deserve it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd stick to the 50 to 100 mark for that. Um, okay, so wedding day vendors. So a little trick that I did on my wedding day that I'd like to share with everybody is using color-coordinated envelopes. So you're going to have two rounds of tipping. You're going to have the tipping that happens to vendors that aren't going to be with you at the end of the night. So I put all of those tips in red envelopes. That's your makeup artist, um, the, the flowers getting dropped off, people that don't stay with you. Your efficient. The efficient. Yep. Your hair people. Yep. So, and then I did blue for everyone that would be there at the end of the night. The DJ, the limo, the musicians, those types of people. Um, so let's go through, Danielle, let's talk about photographers. So you, there's a couple different um, levels per se. Mm -hmm. You got your main photographer, your assistant, your main videographer, video assistant. You could have a drone operator. Wh where do you think we should fall with those? I feel like between 100 and 125 is fair for the main photographer. Okay. Um, and then for the assistant, I would say stick around 100. Um, video, I would say 100. And then... Drone probably around 50. Okay. Um, I think too, like I had a drone at my wedding and, you know, they came early. They did a couple aerial shots because the wedding was inside. And that's what I did. I gave mm -hmm. them 50. Um, so yeah, so just to recap, main photographer, 100 to 125. If they bring an assistant, 100. Main videographer, 100 to 125. And the video assistant, 100. And also remember, you might have multiple main photographers. Right. Yeah. Like I had a team of five. Only one of those persons... Is that the word? Only one of those people <laughs> was an assistant. Right. So you might yeah. be spending four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars yeah. just remember for your these photo. photos you're gonna have for the rest of their oh, life. Absolutely. It's the only thing you have left of your wedding after. Right. So. Okay, so let's get into hair and makeup. Um again, twenty percent of the total cost of the service. So if your hair and makeup is five hundred dollars, it's twenty percent of that. Now don't forget your bridesmaids. I know it's common for bridesmaids to have their hair and makeup paid for by the bride. If you're not gifting that to your bridesmaids, you can always cover the tip. Right. Yeah. You know, just and add it up. If you have 10 girls getting 10 services, easily over a thousand dollars. If they're not bringing a tip and a lot of times we see that they forget, you really want to make sure that your artists are going home with that. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, you've built a relationship with them and you really, you know, if they did a good job, they're there early. They're dealing with this small space to get ready in. Or, and then some people, they stay the whole entire wedding, the ceremony. Right. Yeah. Right. The reception. Right. Yeah. I had my makeup artist stay for I, I had like six extra hours. She yeah. was there. Yeah. But I also like, you know, that's one thing. If you're telling your bridesmaids that they're paying, Give them the price with the tip. The tip. Yeah. <laughs> That's a right. very smart idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so there's different types of drivers. You have mm -hmm. a shuttle bus or a limo driver. I would say around $100. Yeah, and yeah, I, think I think that's fair. Also, like, how much are they working? Is it just your hotel to venue driver or is it your all-day limo driver? I think that also depends on how much you're giving. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, another thing to keep in mind because I feel like – you can't blame your limo driver. Say they get a flat tire or, you know, things, things that can happen. And we've seen it come up. Oh. Or antique cars. You know you're getting a car without air conditioning. 
Yeah. <laughs> that is not the driver's fault. Right. Don't right. take it out of their tip right. envelope. Yeah. You rented a car from 1920. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we've seen it happen. The bus got a flat tire and they had to get another bus. And then she, the, the bride didn't want to tip the driver. It's not like the driver intentionally drove through that pothole and got a flat tire. Exactly. It's um, not their fault. Right. They it's not are, like the road was closed down. Right. It was now, their fault. If you do have bad experiences, it's possible. Yeah. Um, that's when you adjust what you originally had in mind. Right. Don't seal your envelopes. Keep the envelopes open. I would have some extra cash if you want to add some for, you know, if somebody was above and beyond. Or you can take some out if somebody was an a-hole. Right. <laughs> you know, or... <laughs> Um, hopefully not <laughs> okay so djs and mcs um again mm-hmm. this depends on how many people you hire i know sometimes people have multiples yeah, yeah. um so i would say dj 100 150 the mc 100 to 150 now remember these people are kind of the whole night for you they're they're their last they are setting the mood of your wedding they're having a good time you generally have a really good relationship with them um so i would de- definitely take care of them some bring lighting assistants to help set up all of the displays and, you know, coordinate the lighting and system with the music. We say around $50 for them. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Suzanne, why don't you talk about ceremony musicians and, it, you know, it, cocktail hour musicians, bands, per yeah. member. So, I know a lot of our brides um, book musicians just for the ceremony. So, usually that ceremony is probably 20 to 30 minutes. They play... You know, as your guests arrive, as you walk down the aisle, and then as you come back up. So, as a musician, um, I would just say make sure you support your musicians. <laughs> Did you just plug yourself. No, I don't. Say. I don't do weddings. Shameless plug. plug. But I am going to support all of those musicians out there. Um, definitely. Music.com. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do not play for people. Sorry. Um, so I would say $20 per musician. So if you hire a quartet, you have to make sure that you're giving $20 per each musician. Don't just like throw them 50 bucks and then be like, have fun divvying that up. You right. Know? Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. So definitely have it marked, you know, um, cocktail hour the same. So I know like Heather, you had the steel drums. Oh, yeah, I did. I was oh. out there. Oh, yeah. I was out I there boogieing, you know. So t- again, 20 per person. I think they, even though they're th- there for an hour, I Remember, they're them- taking their time. They're lugging all that stuff in. They're playing for your guests, having a good time. It's not just an hour for them. If I could have a steel drum band playing, like following me around for the Forever. rest of my life, I'd be the happy. <laughs> I am obsessed all right. with steel drums. You don't understand. <laughs> it's like you're just always on a beach. It's the best sound. I just And they were playing like Little Mermaid. Okay, so when the kids are ready to go to sleep, I'm going to send one over. <laughs> she's gonna start putting her kids to sleep to steal drum oh my god i just i love it it was was for the little mermaid song it was so good it was so good you could laugh all you want i had a good time no i agree (laughs) so yeah if you have cocktail musicians some people have the piano player or i love that the roaming violin player whatever you have um okay so bands get a little tricky because and bands are expensive. bands are expensive yeah. to begin with some of them have like 15 I was say members like at least 10 members or you could get like a four to an eight to a ten like yeah there's a lot yeah so i mean i experienced that we hired we had a bagpipe band come in we had yeah six pipers and drummers and i mean that was so fun i remember i was writing out my my tip list i was like shit <laughs> that's a lot and you know you do have a budget but to me it was like 
you can't i felt that i couldn't budget my tipping mm-hmm. what am i gonna give him a five dollar bill i know, you know i know that's I think- hard but i the band that is the lifeblood of your wedding right i would not you know if you tip them after the wedding is over what they're they're obviously the show's done they can't like give you a crappy reception but like (laughs) if you're tipping people before your reception starts and you're giving them like ten dollars per member they're gonna be like all right so we're gonna right well that's why i was suggesting the different color envelopes and you a lot of people ask who does the tips not the bride and groom do not take on that responsibility my dad um i had my dad do it my wedding planners did some for us it was kind of just out of sight out of mind like, yeah. I don't want to do it. And I had them clearly labeled. The red ones had to be given right away. It was like, yeah. red, like alert us. Yeah. Um, I don't even know who handed out my tips. I gave I them to my dad and I marked them as clear as day. But for a band, if you're having a band, I would do 50 per person. Yeah, I so think that's fair. remember, everyone, when you're booking a 15 person band, <laughs> add in those tips. Oh, man. Okay. So... I guess that would also go percussionist. We have for seventy five yeah. to one hundred dollars. Danielle had mm-hmm. an amazing percussionist. It was amazing, banging away on those drums. <laughs> I will never forget that. Um, photo booth we range between forty and fifty. Um, you know they're they're there all night. They're there all night. They're, they're not putting together that little book yep, for you. They're not having the best time. So. They're dealing with your drunk guests. You know, <laughs> throw them a bone. Um, so for officiant, we have between 50 and 100. Suzanne, how does it work? Because you got married in a church as well, yes. Danielle. How does it work when tipping? Yeah. Or is it a donation? So first you have to do give the donation to the church. Basically, mm-hmm. you're paying to use the church. So that in, usually includes your cantor, which is the singer, your organist, and just like a, oh my organist wasn't included really in donation no mine was, was an extra charge so <laughs> an extra it was, donation yeah it was my organist and the cancer which I didn't want but I still had to pay for <laughs> stupid and then <laughs> stupid church <laughs> oh my god I didn't want singing but I still had to pay for her yeah and using the building so that was that donation everyone's church is going to have a different donation but and they tell you what the donation is it's not like you're going to decide oh no you can't be like here's a hundred dollars it's like no here's a thousand dollars yeah but if you're tipping your priest priests cannot accept cash so you have to tip in a different way so i here's an olive garden gift card i gave a visa (laughs) gift card i gave a hundred they gave us envelopes for the altar boys oh Upon oh, booking the church, they did they not two envelopes. Do that and to me. They said you have to put twenty dollars in each envelope for the oh altar boy. Oh my boys. god! And then I only had one altar boy, so I was like, mm, "Where'd that other twenty bucks go?" <laughs> my altar girl was my cousin, without me knowing. Oh, so yeah. but they never asked for a tip for them. So okay, oh, she All did right. it out of the loving service. And yeah, she was like, "She's family. Don't don't yeah. forgive me a tip." <laughs> oh my god. Okay, and then some extras that you have. I had a live painter. Mm-hmm. So this one uh, we have between a hundred and two hundred dollars. Um, a lot of times, and this depends on who you hire. My I use um, Amanda Hawthorne from Live Well Paints often. Amazing. They come hours before your event. Yeah. She painted the whole room. Yeah, you have to get that. Yeah, you I know, think my live painter going. came four hours before. Yeah, it's hours. My, I was there. Hours. And you don't go home with and, the painting and that they night. Stay. It, as long as the venue will let them stay after. Yes, to paint details. Yeah. yeah. So And then they go home and still work on it. Yes. Yeah, I got mine back a few months later. Yeah, they still work on it, add in all the details. So to me, that's a big one, 100 to $200, I think. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you're commissioning an artist to come and sit down. And and the detail is remarkable. Yeah. So they yeah. deserve it. Yes. Um, cigar rollers between 50 and 100 
Um, florist, $40 for delivery and setup. So if they're coming and they're actually setting everything up or if they're, if they're just dropping it, 20 bucks. Cake delivery, $20. Um, so now wedding planners. Full-time wedding planners versus a day of coordinator or a month of coordinator. So for full-time, I would do four to $500. This is your go-to. Yeah, they're doing everything for you. Everything. They're coming to meetings with you, and they're setting up phone calls, answering emails, negotiating contracts, helping pack favors, your envelopes, your stamps, everything. Um, so that between four and five hundred dollars. I've also seen it more common not to give them a tip, um, but to gift them a gift equal to four to five hundred dollars, which I have seen frequently. I'm not sure why that worked into the wedding planner world, but that's what I've seen. Um, and what for would I give? What would you give? That's five hundred dollars. I don't know. Like a I feel like Burberry or something. Cash. Just give them cash. Just give them cash. <laughs> yeah. Them, show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then day of coordinator. Um, I would say around two hundred dollars. There, I used to do this. Um, You're there all day. It is a very very difficult job. You are there all day setting up every single little detail. You are running for Aunt Betty's water, and you are getting the stain out of this person's dress. And, then and when the rose petals for the aisle don't arrive, you have to try to figure it out. You're also bustling dresses when <laughs> oh, the yes. uh, um, bridal attendant does not know how yes. to bustle a dress. We have done some pretty amazing things <laughs> in our uh, yeah. coordinating days, which I have retired my hat from that. Um, I do not want to come out of retirement. We did have some fun days, though. It was, oh, fun. it was so much we fun. We had the best time. Especially when I was nine months pregnant. <laughs> I don't think... Running around. Were you pregnant when I went with you? Yes, that's why you We're... came with me. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to give birth here, so can you go get that lantern for me? Because I can't move. Um, and it was funny, too, because I remember I contacted the bride and I said, okay, I know you booked me last year. I'm due the month of your wedding. You can 100% cancel. I will give you every penny back and I won't be offended. And she was like, no, we're good. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to call on the troops. You're that person whose water breaks on somebody's yes. dance floor. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Karma. Um, okay. So let's talk about the wedding day venue staff. So this is something that you're going to have to talk to your venue about. Yes. Um, so like the maitre d' tip. Um, this is most likely all in your contract. Right. And be just talk to your venue about it. Ask them questions. Um, the most common number that we see is 3 to $5 a person. So if you have 100 guests, the tip would be between $300 and $500. Now, the reason why you want to talk to your venue about this is because you want to know if and how that tip is split. If it's just to the maitre d', you might want to lower it a little bit. Right. If that maitre d' tip is going to the bridal assistant, the chef, the bathroom attendants, the valet, the bartenders, bartenders the servers, yeah. mm -hmm. you're going to want to up that. Um, I think I definitely had a little confusion on that during my wedding. Um, and it wasn't until the end of the night when, believe it or not, one of the wait staff went over to my dad and asked why we only tipped her $5. And Really? Yeah. He was like, oh. what? First of all... <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, it's up to you to ask those questions. But also, I don't think venues should be shady about that. They need to say, this yeah. is where this money is right. going. Be, yeah, I, th I think most of them are. I think most of them explain exactly how it's split, who's not included. Um, so say the tip is not split. You'll want to make sure that you cover your bridal assistant. This is your go-to person at your wedding. Mm -hmm. yeah, she is going to get there. you anything She's going to you refill need. your champagne drink. When you don't yes. even know she's refilling it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wipe the sweat away. A bridal, a, the bridal assistants are 
a godsend. Thank you so much to all of the bridal assistants out there. You have a you very difficult job. So we suggest 150 to 250 for that if the tip isn't split. Even if it's split and you want to throw them more money, be my guest. Right. We definitely gave my bridal attendant a lot more after. And I think it's also nice at the after your wedding, and it's been like a week, email your venue and give them and your maitre d if you love them some praise because yes yeah. that goes a long way i loved my bridal attendant she was incredible um she was from ireland yeah oh my god her I name loved is mary her. i'll I never lo- forget it. i she loved mary so amazing. she was great um okay so chef this isn't too common um again in your contract it will yes say it. yeah some venues will suggest tipping up to 200 dollars. um but that's kind of you know talk to your venue about that one as well Bathroom attendance, if it's not included in the tip, we suggest $20 a person. Valet, I would say $75 a person. Now, this one is a little, you'll get a mixed opinions on this. My husband felt that at our wedding, we did not have to tip the bartenders. He comes from a large Irish family. The guys go up to the bar. They each put $50 down. Oh, and I they know my tip. guests highly tipped our bartenders. Yeah, ours right. too. So he said the same thing for a valet. And he said, unless you're going to put up a sign that says, like, these guys have already been tipped, people are going to tip them. Sure. You know, I mean, my when we go to weddings, even my husband, bathroom attendants, I always put a couple bucks. Yeah, in. yeah absolutely. You know, Mike makes us stop every single time we're going to a wedding. He's like, got to get my cash. <laughs> um, so, yeah, don't forget the color coding. That's definitely helpful. Um, and again, don't seal them. You can add or remove money if you feel you should. And again, these tips are just suggestions. Ultimately, you should tip what you feel comfortable with and how well you feel the service was. Uh, We do have all of this information written out for you on our website, bridesofli.com. And it's under our blog section. You can find it in there. You can use the search bar and type in tipping. You'll see it. We're going to take a quick break, but we will be back shortly to chat with Shari, the owner of Maven Jade Bridal and Boudoir. Hey, everyone. It's Simone. If you're listening, it's safe to assume you're on the hunt for the best of the best in terms of local wedding professionals. Browse dozens of local vendors right here on Long Island, all who have been vetted by Brides of Long Island themselves on bridesofli.com. The Brides of Long Island preferred vendor list is composed of established and highly recommended professionals who are eager to make your wedding dreams come true. Bridesofli.com also has tons of freebies, perks, discounts, and giveaways offered by these very vendors. Enjoy our blogs, inspo, and vendor interviews right from our homepage. Sign up for the newsletter and to become a premium Brides of Long Island member for special access and exclusives. Visit bridesofli.com today. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. This segment is obviously brought to you by today's special guest, Shari from Maven Jade Bridal and Boudoir. Maven Jade is Long Island's leading bridal boudoir studio who has made such a huge impact within the industry. 
From empowering her clients to helping us all find our beauty, Shari is truly a master at her craft. I have had the pleasure of having Shari capture some of my life's best moments, and honestly, I can't thank her enough for the confidence and self-worth she has given me through her art as a photographer. Without further ado, I would like to introduce the lovely and amazing Shari. Hey, hi guys. We are so glad that you are here. How I'm are you? so excited to be here. What's going on? Life. Kids, <laughs> boudoir, naked ladies, you know. Yes, yeah, so let, let's talk the about that. Above. The norm. All right. So I feel like this is such a fun segment and I think it's a little unknown and some girls question it and they're confused or they're they're curious, but they're not sure. So let's explain what is a boudoir session. A boudoir session is basically a session where you come to me totally panicked, freaked out and thinking that like everything in your life is going to like fall apart and you're not going to be okay and make it through. <laughs> that right? sounds like my That's yes. very true. Yeah. Yes. You walk in and you're literally like, I've seen girls who are like white as a ghost. They're like in a sweat. They're like, they just got their makeup done and panic that their makeup is falling off their face and their hair is already destroyed. <laughs> and they can't believe they're about to get naked in front of me, but it's totally not what it is. Um, basically I, Love what I love to do with my clients is make them feel like they're my best friends, and they really actually by the end of the session become my best friends. And a boudoir session is you know, you're making a sexy book for your you know, whoever, fiance, <laughs> it could be whoever you want to give it to. I, I was gonna say, like, your fiance, but sometimes it's, it's for yourself, like, a lot of women are doing it like for themselves or they say they're doing it for their fiance and then they leave and they're actually they're like I think I just did that for myself that was like way more for me than it was for whoever I always tell people that when I was on my way over I was shaking I was sweating I just I was a wreck I was like how am I going to be able to do this first of all I am the most awkward person in the world anyway um so for me to say oh like let's dress up and be sexy it was like I can't I'm not a sexy person because I'm me and I'm the most awkward person in the world, it works out really well for my clients. Yeah. Right. And I remember I was there within the first couple of minutes of being there. I felt so comfortable. It was great. Yeah. It was just everything. You just have this presence about you that, you know, you joke with us and you have fun. And I remember one moment I tell everyone this story. I was trying to, I was like making a face. I love this story. <laughs> you told <laughs> this to me when I booked Shari to yeah. do my boudoir shoot. And at one point, Shari was like, what are you doing with your face? And I was like, I don't know. I'm trying to be sexy. She's like, you don't do that. <laughs> so, but immediately I started laughing. That was the picture. Yeah. When yeah. I started laughing, I was myself. She showed it to me and I was like, wow. Yeah. Like that looks so good. And you just, you have that about you. You have that ability and everyone says it. Like you just, you feel like a million bucks within minutes of being in the studio. Yeah. Oh my my God, favorite ripped. thing was like when she's like, okay, now you're going to pose like this. And she's like on the couch. She's like <laughs> spreading her legs. Okay. Now look at me like this way. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. Like, but that's what makes people feel, feel better. Cause like, you show first. I do all like, of the poses for you first. Yeah. I, like, and I purposely and it, sometimes yeah. dress in a way that like, I can like kind of like take off my sweater a little bit so that I could show you what something would look like if it's hanging off your shoulder. Yeah. It loosens it and up, definitely. like my little OCD issues like make everything perfect. So like I'll look at you and then and I ask, I'm like, can I please have permission to touch you? And I'm not touching you inappropriately. I'm just fixing you. Yeah. You're tucking um, in my to tag. Get the back shot. <laughs> I'm I, no, now it's gotten to a point where the tags need to come off. I'm like, there was a time where like people were like trying to tape tags to like things. And I'm like, you're really going to bring that back? Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're not going to do that. Guilty as charged. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, no. 
Um, but the tags are cut, and and I'll and I've been like, you know, we become best friends. Like that's really what happens. Like I, you know, I feel like I'm a really easygoing person in general in my life and everything that I do. Um, and I want my clients to just feel like they're safe. That's so, awesome. You know, and you do. You, I was gonna say you totally make everyone feel safe. I remember. I was so nervous. I was on the phone with Heather on my way. And I remember the first photo you showed that you took of me. And I looked at it and I was like, that's not me. I said like, it. You showed me a photo. I was like, so that's not me. good. Like, <laughs> you just, you position perfectly. And like, you make us feel so comfortable. It, it's the best experience. I tell everybody to do it. You know what it is to, like, as a woman, we all have parts of our body that we don't like. Yeah. Um, I have always been self-conscious about my body. And I feel like a lot of women feel that and if you don't I'm proud of you um for me it's I don't like how skinny my legs are and in every one of my photos and I told Shari I don't want a photo of my legs like apart so in almost every one of my photos <laughs> you laughing at my yeah. stick legs yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm self-conscious um I would cross my legs over each other and it just it worked and or she would angle my legs in such a way that they were together but separate and yeah. you know it, I thought it was important to be able to say like okay this is what I don't really like how can we fix it and with it the boom it was done yeah it looked amazing um so let me ask you this how did you get so huge within the wedding bridal boudoir industry well with the bridal boudoir industry my bully <laughs> girls have totally helped me out um <laughs> you guys have been amazing like I when I first started it was moms believe it or not I had like a woman who was a client who I had done like her maternity shoot and then I did her newborn and I did like her family card every year and it was like her I don't know I want to say like her 10th or her 15th anniversary and she wanted to do something like this for her husband and I was like ah I'm like I'm, you know I'm like really nerdy like I'm not I'm not like cool like that like I don't I don't know if I could do this <laughs> I shoot babies <laughs> yeah I take pictures of children I act like I act silly I roll around on the floor I act like a clown like that's what I do this is not I, this is not my thing and she was like, just, she's like, she's like, just try it for me. You're the only person I would feel comfortable with because that we had already established such a relationship. So I did it. And within a week I had 10 other, uh, like, you know, that's awesome moms that were, that were reaching out to me. And that was kind of the beginning. And I tell you guys this, like, I say this sometimes when I'm doing shoots and people are really panicking, like. I swear, like, I would be nauseous and sweating and in a full-blown panic attack every time I had to do, like, any, any one of these shoots. Like, literally, I was, like, totally a mess because I, I was so uncomfortable. Right. Like, because I – and then I went through this whole thing when I started to become, like, popular and people started reaching out, especially with Bully. And I'm like, am I, like, you know, like – demoralizing women because I'm like a mom and I'm a, and like I have two daughters no and I'm a way. feminist and I'm like I'm like what am I doing You're like is this the right? well that was that was that was like the game changer for yeah. me yeah all of a sudden the emails started coming and like girls would look I would turn my camera and be like look at you and they would start crying and I'd be like oh my god like you know this you're making a difference like you're making yeah. people feel beautiful and you're making women feel beautiful and yeah. that to me was like the greatest gift i just got chills all over I my know. whole body and not even kidding. i did because that's how i felt because it's exactly how i felt like because i remember at that time i was like on this crazy wedding diet and i was like not super comfortable with doing the shoe because i wasn't comfortable with myself and you made me feel like a million bucks i remember you walked into the store and you were like i gotta show you this photo 
and she oh, opened no. this photo and you were like oh yeah, yeah. you were like, like look at me this is gonna be a full page i spread. said i need to like put this on a like eight by ten even bigger <laughs> hanging in my living room it's so freaking good oh, i've had oh people God. like actually like blow up their pictures into canvases and like hang them in their oh yeah homes. like if i had like a huge which i will one day i swear huge huge walk-in closet yep. one with like an island in the middle one of those oh, God. i'm doing i know which picture it's gonna be too one of my silhouettes huge just on the wall because you know what there's we are taught to be what's the word you don't want to be conceited but you need to love yourself and your body and I feel that women don't do that enough and it is so important especially as a bride all eyes are on you all the expectations are you dieting are you getting your teeth whitened and are you getting Botox it's like just be you just and that's what I love about Shari is there you don't do heavy edits no I don't I Mm -hmm. I actually do a lot I think I'm very opposite from you know other people out there that's kind of like what makes me different I my edits are what I call an artistic edit so there you'll see like any pictures that anybody's posted or anything on my website or social media it's it's kind of like I'll do funky things and fun things but I'm not like chopping off someone's arm or like literally what even is the point your fiance knows you don't look like that. Yeah. I, I don't get it. That's true. Right. And I and and that goes back to my whole like mother like my fourteen year old is like, I have to face tune myself. I'm like, no, you're not like you're not posting anything of yourself that's not like you're you're not changing yourself because this is who you are and you're Wait, beautiful. what is a fourteen year old face tuning exactly? Because like uh, I go in and I'm daughter? like wrinkle, wrinkle, wrinkle. What is she no, what is she be? See, have you seen my <laughs> She's daughter? beautiful. Why would she need to do that? There's what there's no need. And I, and I'm like I'm like, it's everything I go against. As your mother, you should know better. Don't do that. Um, because my goal is to make people feel as beautiful as they possibly can in their own skin. Absolutely. And for the person who's looking at the, the final product to be like, oh, my God, like that's that's. You know what else is cool about amazing. it? It's so amazing. And you know what's cool? I always said to myself because I, I questioned it. I'm like, do I do it? Do I do it? And it was my mom who said your 50 year old self will thank you for documenting oh, this time of yeah. your life. And even now, this is only what yeah. three years later, two kids later, and I'm like, oh, I'm so happy. I know when I'm sixty. <laughs> when I'm sixty, that book is not going to be for my husband. I'm going to be like, yes, look at look me. At me. <laughs> I'm a model. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, so let's talk about the process. The bride books you. Bride books me. What does she bring? What does she just give us she, the whole? The she gets a rundown of like you know the basics you know I, I always say like don't bring 10 black outfit black lace outfits it's ridiculous you look it looks the same it's not necessary um you kind of I, I think I kind of want people to think about creating a book when they're picking out their outfits so like change it up you know you obviously if you're doing it for bridal you want a white outfit um you can bring a jersey you can bring a flag like those are very common but like I've had people bring like literally everything and right. I'm and I've heard like because I'm not on Brides of Long Island but I've heard that like there have been pictures of posted like Taco Bell and yeah that's <laughs> popular yeah that was me and some <laughs> McDonald's and there's been some um guacamole and all. but I love that because you the, never like the, well because I want be- people to to 
you know, personalize it. I want, right. I want whoever's reading the book to like go through the book and like be like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Like right. incorporate your jobs, incorporate who you are as a person. And your fiance's hobbies. Like Danielle, I know you brought softballs and a baseball bat. And Yeah, Shari was laughing at me because you were like, nobody has ever brought so much sports stuff. I'm like, but this is what he, right. this is him. Like right. this is what he loves. <laughs> yeah, like that a, and Taco Bell. like a sports store. You're like, here's I know. everything. Well, I stole all his jerseys. <laughs> I know. And well, Suzanne, I your my, husband's a cop. Yeah, so I had his shirt and i had bring handcuffs cuffs yeah yep 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 yep. oh yeah all right so one had her um her her whole like um apron and cooking her oh yeah that's cooking. right yep i remember the flower on the butt pick yeah. <laughs> i just recently did a flower on the boobs pick that was a oh that that's was cool a new, a new version of that that's they, cool they owned a bakery and she was and she was and she wore the apron from the bakery and like oh that's <laughs> awesome oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome um so you have some exciting news you have just moved into a yes, new so gorgeous studio i had the pleasure of visiting um because you do more than boudoir i uh, do more than boudoir um I do a lot of kids and families and maternity and I needed, I, I kind of like my lease was up in the old space and I kind of wanted, you know, to, to restart. I just, I'm, I'm like a creature of like, I guess I'm an artist. That's the best way to describe it. Like I need to Fresh change canvas. things up. I need to just do that. Like every so often I need to just start over. Um, so my new studio is 2,500 square feet. It's in plain view. It's beautiful. It's, it has everything like there's, you know, the bridal suite. I call it like a boudoir suite. Um, so you guys have your own room to change and be comfortable and there's mirrors and you have your own bathroom, you have everything you could possibly need. And then you go into this, it's, it's like a big warehouse space, which is what I've always wanted and could not find the first time around. So I was very excited because I have like 20 foot ceilings and I have my awesome stairs and I have a brick wall and a white wall and a bed. I literally have everything. And every pretty funky fun couch you can imagine. Yes. And I will move furniture during the shoot. I will be climbing on things during the shoot. <laughs> if I fall, I will most likely be okay. Um, <laughs> and keep shooting. And I will probably, yes, keep shooting. I just hope not to break the camera. Like I literally will fall and protect the camera, not myself. Yeah. Um yeah, that's that's what I love it. It's so exciting. And then just so our listeners know, other than her studio, um, Shari will also go to, um, off out of her studio and on location on location. So we did one of my boudoir shoots and my pregnancy announcement and my maternity shoot at Chelsea, Chelsea Mansion. Mansion. And that's where my shoot was. So, yeah. And that just to go back on that, I have used Shari for and I mentioned this earlier, my biggest moments in my life in recent years and honestly your style and the way that you capture my life has I mean like I have a whole wall of your photos I know I was about to say um, it's it's unbelievable I mean it's just it's the style the lighting the the moments you make us laugh and feel comfortable it's really that takes a lot it really does you're because you have to find who you vibe with and right. the same well, that's, goes that's the whole approach i mean that's my that's kind of like I, I kind of you forget when you're in a shoot with me that you're naked i i say that to people and they don't believe me when they first walk in when you first walk in after we go over your outfits and we organize all your things we sit down and we talk for like five ten minutes and and you know i give the rules and i and i kind of like it's not, i call it my little lesson and it's it's really a simple lesson it's like don't cheesy smile at the camera and look like an idiot. Um, <laughs> if you're making a weird face at me, I will tell you. Um, do you have any injuries? Like, you know, we go through the basics. And, and once they hear that, like, I will do the poses for you first. 
and then you will copy me, then you will do it wrong, and then I will literally push you into position. Once you <laughs> hear that, I think that's like the beginning of like, okay, I might be okay. Right. Um, also, you realize like your butt's out after like all your muscles are being used to like hold this one <laughs> position. And she's like, no, keep keep holding it. I'm like, oh my God, my legs. Like you kind <laughs> like of forget what, you, like what you're heels. not wearing. And you're in heels. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, this is really great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, I can't walk in heels, but I bought them just for the shoot. And I'm like, yeah, I don't walk in heels, which is really funny because I'm not... It's worth know. all of it. Remember with my, my Louboutins, I'm like, I feel like a naked baby giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> and I look like one yeah. too. Oh, man. Oh um, so, Suzanne, let's talk about your shoot. Okay. So mine was at Chelsea Mansion. Um, it was pretty pretty close to my wedding, I, I think. I can't remember, but I remember <laughs> I was like petrified. I got my hair done. And by the time I got there, my hair had fallen. I was like, I look awful. And I had, you know, um, jet stuff, cop stuff, a white outfit, a black outfit, a blue thing. I don't know. I was just like, and I just like laid it all out. I'm like, here you go. And she's like, okay, like. Was it not What's the best this? and easiest experience? Like, wasn't it a complete 180 of, like, the nerves that you had? And it, I was it, definitely nervous. But then, you know, once, like, Sherry and I talked and she went over everything, she's like, okay, like, I'm going to show you what to do. And don't worry about, you know, having this out and that out. Like, you know, I'm going to make your body fit what's best for your body. And so I was like, okay. And, like, everyone just said, like, when you, she shows the camera, you know, Shari, you turned her camera around. I was like, that's not me. You're like, oh, yeah, it is. Let's no, keep I going. I somebody else's face on like, there. I was like, wow, I look good. I was like, oh, my gosh. But it was afterward, like, I had such a smile all day. Right. And then when I got home and, you know, my then fiance was like, oh, like, you look so nice. And I'm like, oh, thank you. But I think it was not just my hair and my makeup that was done. I felt like you feel a person. It was good. your energy. It's like empowering. It's like, yeah. I don't know if anybody has tattoos, but sometimes like when you walk out of a tattoo parlor and you have, you got a tattoo and you're like, yes, I got it. Like, or a piercing or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, you want a hundred like more. Imp- yeah, exactly. And, and it's, it's like this empowering I only thing did that three boudoir shoots. I'm just saying I had to go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, I want to try the new space. I yeah. want to try this yep. space. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, one thing I'd like to point out, um, just knowing Suzanne as a person, I would never think that Suzanne would be the type of person to do one of these And my shoots. friends were like shocked and I was like... So shocked. And I think that's what the, the best thing about this is. It's you don't need to be this vixen. And it doesn't need to be this like sex pot right. thing. And like right. you don't a, need to be naked. It's not, it's not a sexual It's not raunchy. It's, it's not very... By any means. It's classy. And, and I even say like don't expect me to be like yeah that's so hot. That's so sexy. Like that's not what <laughs> no. I say. Like, no. <laughs> that would make me so uncomfortable. I would be so uncomfortable saying yeah. that that yeah. it would be ridiculous. Right. I mean most of the time I was laughing right like I wasn't like trying to like put on this smoldering like Heather said before those are like the best photos yeah oh I love those I love those and you know the final product I ended up getting the um, Maven Jade book which I gave to my husband then fiance the night before our wedding we had just finished our rehearsal we were going back to our separate hotel rooms because, you know, we couldn't sleep in the same room before getting married. <laughs> and um, so I, I gave it to him that night and he was so taken back by it because it was and it was funny because I remember I had ordered a bunch of like cute little lingerie items and I was taking them out of my car and bringing them into my apartment. And this is weeks and weeks ago. He had come into the house and he said, 
there's a pair of underwear in the driveway. Like, whose are these? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I don't know. Because there's so many ways that could have went if I said they were mine. Like, why are they in the driveway? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. How come I haven't seen these before? And then it clicked. He was like, were those underwear yours? <laughs> yes, yes, they were. Um, but he he loved the book and he loved that I did it for him. I love that I did it for me. Um, and I, I recommend it to everyone. I, it might, you might not think you say this is not for me. I'm shy. I'm scared. I promise you. what I hear every single day. Every yeah. single, or even single like email that I get. My is body like, isn't like that. You know, my right. body doesn't look I'm like what I've sexy. seen. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I don't know how to be sexy. I don't know what to do. I'm totally like, you know, it's so funny because most of my clients are like teachers, which, you know, like they're like, I'm a teacher. Like, what if it gets out? Like nothing's getting out. Everything is protected. You're totally safe with me. I'm not like, you know, it's it's not what, you know, it's not like a scary, it, it seemed like a really scary experience, but it's really like, I make it fun. Oh, ab- it was definitely more fun than scary for sure. Well, and, and you're in a safe place. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. I love it. Everyone do it. Don't wait. Just do it. It'll be the <laughs> we'll best have day so of much your fun. life. Well, Shari, I want to thank you so much for coming today and talking to us about boudoir. If anyone is on the fence about doing one of these amazing shoots, just go for it. I promise it can be life changing. Be sure to visit her on Instagram at Maven Jade Bridal or on her website, mavenjadeboudoir.com. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast to receive 10% off any package for new clients. We're going to take a short break, but when we return, we are going to discuss tips on how to save for your wedding. Hey, it's Heather. To me, one of the absolute most important details of my wedding day were my wedding invitations. Your wedding invitations give you an opportunity to give your guests a taste of what to expect on your big day. You're setting the mood, the tone, and of course, it's a big first impression that you want to get just right. Red Letter Day Invitations and Design is a fan favorite of the Brides of Long Island with their unique take on the entire process. Starting with a personalized design session where you discuss what you're looking for while looking through dozens of samples, to actually designing your invitations from scratch, to delivering the fully assembled final product, you won't find anything like them. Whether you know exactly what you want or you just have a general idea but may need some guidance, Red Letter Day Invitations and Design is the place to go. They offer free in-home design sessions to make the entire process simple, personal, and unique. They actually come right to your home for the appointment to make it super simple for you. As a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island, you will not be disappointed. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast and receive $100 off an invitation suite package for new clients only. Visit them today on redletterdayinvitations.com or on their Instagram at redletterdayinvitations. And we're back. This segment is brought to you by Maven Jade Bridal and Boudoir, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. Maven Jade Bridal and Boudoir's main goal is to make you feel and look like the absolute best version of yourself. I promise after your session, you will feel like a whole new person. And after you see your photos, you'll be so glad you did it. You might be nervous and that's all right. Shari will be the first to tell you she sees it every day and knows that every body is unique and every body is beautiful. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast to receive 10% off any package for new clients. Visit them on bridesofli.com, on Instagram, Maven Jade Bridal, or on their website, mavenjadeboudoir.com. All right, let's talk about saving for your wedding. Weddings are expensive. The average wedding on Long Island is just over $60,000. And yes, you heard that correctly. The average wedding on Long Island is just over $60,000. 
For those of you listening from out of state, we know this sounds absurd, (laughs) but it's just the cards we were dealt by living here. So let's discuss some great ways to start saving some money and keeping some cash to the side for all the necessary and maybe not so necessary, but wanted wedding expenses. Um, So this is something, you know, the three of us all had our weddings around the same time. Some of us were savers, some of us were spenders, (laughs) some of us fell in between. Um, Suzanne was our saver. um, Yes. And she is an expert at it, not only for her wedding, but in life too. You're excellent. Oh, yes. At I'm very savvy at saving. You And you're proud of it. <laughs> I'm a savvy saver. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a cocktail just on our break? <laughs> All right, savvy, savvy sailor saver. saver. <laughs> uh, Suzanne will literally yell at me if I don't use a coupon. I just, I can't be, I can't. I, I just can't do it. Like, I'm the same way. I just, I don't, I have no patience. It's a piece of paper. Just give it to I know, the but cashier. you you get more into it. You're like, okay, here's my coupon book. And you base your Are weekly. Are you an extreme home couponer? <laughs> I'm not, but I, I base couponer. everything I buy on what is on sale. Right, like you'll plan your weekly meals based on what's on sale. I can't. Yeah. I'm like, I need tacos right now. Oh. That's just how I am. So for those of you who have a little more um, patience and, you know, willpower to save, let, let's go over some ideas. I think. One of the simplest ways to save some money, it's very, it's not new, a change jar. I know it sounds really silly, but literally set up a jar, put it in your laundry room or right when you come into the house, throw your change in there. Um, I've seen couples have competitions who could fill up their change jar faster and, you know, it it adds up. It's not the quickest way to save money, but think about it. it That could help with your tipping. That could be all your tips. Just make it your tip jar. Exactly. And, you know, tip yourself. Yeah. Um, Suzanne, how did you save money? So I was given a very strict number. And if I went over it, it was coming out of my pocket. And there was no way I was doing that. So I priced out literally every little thing about my wedding. I priced out, I saw 14 venues. I priced out like five DJs. I priced out... Um, I made my own invitations, designed them, print, like had them printed, um, you know, put them all together, printed my own envelopes, you know. I had to price out everything. Um, I have, I still have my book and it's just a whole <laughs> of list of everything I'm spending. And every time I spent, even if it was $12 at AC Moore, I added you wrote it, it. Because that $12 came out of my budget. Right. And I refused to pay for something myself. Coupons, coupons, coupons. Yes, I used a lot of coupons. I also DIY'd pretty much the entire wedding. I know, Heather, like you helped me like cricket a lot of stuff. I had friends write out my How about I burnt my cards. fingers off because we made your favors. Oh, we made favors. We made chocolates one night. And I thought it was going to take like two hours and the other for like six and a half hours. <laughs> it was closer to eight hours. Yeah. But I, um, I priced out everything. I never got the most expensive anything and... Um, I looked for deals. I looked for sales. Um, and that might not be everyone's cup of tea. Like I worked, mine. I worked very mine. hard to reach my budget and I came in under, I right. came in like $3,500 under mom. Give me the difference. And now, yeah. And, but now that I know that I'm like, God, I could have had like much bigger flowers. But at the end of the day, like no one remembers them except for right. me. So right. I don't, whatever. Yeah. Right. All right. So definitely. Cause I didn't think about it that way. One way to save for your wedding is obviously spend less um but yes. other ways <laughs> <laughs> i mean i didn't have to save because i didn't pay right for right it. right right 
I was just given a number. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can also consider a side hustle or a weekend job. Yeah. Um, is there something that you're really good at? Do you want to blog? Do you want to pick up a bartending position? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it might suck not having a day off like next to your full time job. But it's temporary and the goal, you can see the goal, you see yeah. the light at the end of the tunnel. Even if it's just something small, like I work seven days a week, but all of my tip money was going towards my very expensive shoes that I had to have, like all the accessories I bought myself. Right. So all of that money went there. Right. Um, I got a weekend job at Wedding Warehouse. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> because I just knew I wasn't going to save. So I was like, well, maybe I should make a little bit more money. Yeah. <laughs> and, I like and how I could Danielle's just like, well, I already know I'm not going to save. <laughs> I already spent the money I was thinking about saving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I I don't have this job yet. But the money I make from this job, I'm definitely already spent <laughs> yes. you know, on all this other stuff. Yes. Um. So another way that you can save some money, take a look at your credit cards. A lot of credit cards offer cash back and perks and bonuses. Um, A lot of vendors will let you use credit cards for payments, which can also help because then you can spread out your balance. Um, But definitely take a look into any cards that offer some sort of cash back program. Um, Another way to bring in some cash, depending on what your closet looks like, a lot of girls will sell old clothing or accessories. Oh, I'm a Poshmark fiend. Yes, you've you got to sell, sell, sell. See, <laughs> and I make a pile in my closet and I'm like, I'm donating all of it. She's yeah. like, you have so much money in there. I'm like, get it out of my house I, now. It's, that's exactly oh my me. God. You I have to have bothered. patience. That's the thing. If I you want to save that's money, problem. <laughs> you need patience and you need to put in a lot of work. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, okay, so this was one that Mike and I wanted to do. But for us at the time, it was nearly impossible just because we're like such creatures of going out to dinner. We oh. love mm. going out to dinner. And you know what? Thinking about it now with the two kids, like we never get to go out. I am so glad that we kept going out. Yeah. But that is a, a very simple thing to cut out. Um, you can still have a date night. Cook dinner together. Super fun. Super cute. You learn some things. You save so much money, especially like, if you coupon sound at the supermarket. Funny, but like drinking at home, like you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna save a whole lot more than drinking it at a restaurant. It is not the same. But you're sa- Are you kidding? I need an umbrella straw. <laughs> okay. Well, Dollar Tree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving advice on how to save money. I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why I'm kind of quiet this segment because like well, I have no advice. Guys, I don't, don't well, no. I feel if you have it, spend it. You can't bring it to bring it with you when you're dead. So <laughs> you can't. Oh my gosh. I I just I can't save. For the, thank God my husband can because I definitely cannot. But then again, like I'm thinking of it because I was given money because I refused to add any money of my own to my wedding. So right. But for the if girls I had that have pay, to ooh. for the girls that have to pay for their weddings themselves, um, we are trying our hardest to help with ideas here for you <laughs> no Suzanne i'm just kidding i'm just kidding we have great ideas that's what we're here for um okay so talking about cutting back on going out put the money but put the money away so say you and your your fiance normally go out to dinner and you spend a hundred bucks oh my gosh don't go out but take that hundred dollars that you normally would have spent anyway and put that away if you don't put it away you're going to spend it on something else and if you're listening to this segment it's because you need help saving so listen to this advice a hundred dollars every time at least with drinks oh easy. my gosh you guys are killing are my... you kidding <gasps> when mike and i went out to dinner that's a light bill that's very light <laughs> 
when Mike and I would go out to dinner when if I was you pregnant. Guys see the faces Susie oh is my, making. My, right now. my money heart is like <laughs> cracking it. You now. have a money heart? Yeah, like, oh my gosh, like, you know, save. And you guys are like, $100 for well, dinner. The first time. Also, I cook like every night. Yeah, so. no, we don't. We just buy. We're the worst. <laughs> but like, if Mike and I went out, well, the first time we went out to dinner when I was pregnant, the bill was like $67. And we were like, whoa yeah because like, again has no alcohol i know so drink at home people <laughs> <laughs> invite your friends over and do it there another thing that you can do is um set up direct deposit so if you have a direct deposit going into your checking account set up a separate savings account and do a percentage even if it's small three percent four percent five percent weekly this way it's gone it's never in your bank account and it goes right to your savings account so it's out of sight out of mind you won't spend it and do not link that savings account to your debit card yeah do not allow transfers just leave it <laughs> just leave it alone people <laughs> um there are also some really cool apps that round up the change yeah uh, we have them listed on our website under our blog section over on bridesofli.com that you can check out we have the links posted but the way it works is every time you use your card, say you buy an apple juice and it's $1.75, it'll round it up and take 25 cents and put it into a savings account for you. Um, so it's pretty cool. That's for those people. I guess that would have to be for me and Danielle that just like <laughs> refuse and cannot save. Like just someone else save it for me. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you'll have a little uh, a little savings put someone aside. Someone else save it for me. Um, I saw a couple I'll girls. Still find a way to spend it. <laughs> She'd be like, yes, 25 cents. I needed that gumball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It said bride on it. <laughs> um, I saw someone do this over this holiday season to help kind of everybody save money due to the current situation um instead of during the holidays you have to buy 20 different people gifts you have your aunts your nephews your cousins your parents your siblings your own kids do a secret santa start a new tradition it's not as you know a lot of people aren't going to like this but we do it on my husband's side of the family because there's there's 20 people yeah there's no way all of the kids still get their own presents but for the adults i don't need oh i I hundred percent agree. Like, if you want to do it with the adults, you don't right. all need a gift. Right. I don't from need everybody. Right. I love getting gifts. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. And his family gets me the best gifts every year. It's like they're the best. But start a secret Santa because that'll save you so much Absolutely. money. Absolutely. Um. Another good thing. Head over to the pawn shop if you have old gold or jewelry that is just sitting and collecting. Just just sell it. But take that money. And put it away. And put it away. Don't be like, oh, look at these diamonds. (laughs) You're looking at me like you don't do the same thing. (laughs) I'm supposed to stay uh, middle ground here with my advice. Hold no water. (laughs) Spend, spend, spend. Um, (laughs) And you could also just simply pray to the wedding money gods that you will maybe want to scratch off or do the wedding money rain dance. Yes, that's a very (laughs) popular one in the bridal world. You have to go outside in um, a veil. And your wedding dress and dance and bells. We're actually going to be posting a video on our Instagram of Suzanne doing this dance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Please uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to her wedding dance YouTube channel. (laughs) That's all I do. (laughs) Oh, man. But with all seriousness, make a plan, make a budget, set realistic goals. Um, Saving money is difficult. And I know we're joking around about it, but you can do it. You can definitely do it. It's obtainable. Um, there is no need to go, um, you know, into debt over a wedding. I agree. And remember, you're not going if you're spending 
$100,000 on your wedding, you're not getting $100,000 back from guests. Not on Long Island, no, no. way. So keep, and we, keep that in mind, everybody. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that used to be the thing. Oh, if I it's like just because you spent more on your invitations or on your flowers or on your dress doesn't mean your guest is going to say, oh, well, she had beading on her right. dress. Let's give her an extra $40. Also, older that. guests don't realize how much plates cost these days. So they're not giving no, you an updated gift back of, quote, paying for your, their plate. Right. Because they're not. And paying for your plate, even if they did pay for their plate, you're you missing. You're, you still have you all didn't pay extras. for Heather's vintage stamps and <laughs> listen, listen. everything else. I love my stamps. <laughs> I did. You would have got some. We'd love to hear how you're saving for your wedding and any tips that you want to share with your fellow listeners. Send us an email at podcast at bridesofli.com. We look forward to bringing you episode four of the Brides of Long Island podcast, where we will discuss even more fun and helpful wedding related topics. Don't forget to visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and on bridesofli.com. Check out our blog section and read tons of helpful tips, tricks, and advice. Be sure to check out our vendor section to find the best of the best in terms of Long Island wedding vendors. Also, remember to subscribe to the Brides of Long Island podcast. This episode of the Brides of Long Island podcast has been brought to you by Maven Jade Bridal and Boudoir, Long Island's leading bridal boudoir photographer and a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast to receive 10% off any package for new clients. Visit them on bridesofli.com, on Instagram at Maven Jade Bridal, or on their website, mavenjadeboudoir.com. My name is Heather Cunningham. On behalf of myself and my co-host, Danielle and Suzanne, thanks for joining us today. Peace, love, and, and diamonds. diamonds.